you have to get clear about what your accountabilities are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Strategy Show, where after one year, last time we had David Allen, Mr. Productivity, Mr. GTD, on our show one year ago, where we were at his place in Amsterdam and had a wonderful time. This time, social distancing, we are in this remote setting, but we are so delighted to have Mr. David Allen with us. Hi, David. Hi, Simon. Delighted to be back. Yay. <laughs> I would start, David, directly with the questions from our audience, and then we go into GTD, and then we go into the nitty-gritty of GTD. Is that okay for you? Sure. Okay, so first question. Larissa, how do I prioritize client requests now that they are all asking for different things? Well, that's a big question. And it's a big question that you have to answer about what's your job role. So you have to get clear about what your accountabilities are to perform in the job you think you've agreed to commit. Once that's clear, then that should make it e a little bit easier to decide which client to spend time with, which client you need to work with or, or whatever. If a lot of that has to do with, well, they're all equal, uh, we have to give equal service to all of them. Well, that's, you know, I kind of doubt that's really true, but maybe. And if it is, then you have to decide, okay, how do you manage yourself given these clients? And what's the value to you of these client conversations completed or put to bed? So a lot, you know, all of this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fast forward some in here in terms of my prioritizing is like, what's got most of my attention right now? So if she looks at her list right now of all those things, go, which one most has her attention? And it could be the hardest or the easiest. Could be either one. And so I, I don't make a distinction between hardest and easiest. Sometimes I want the easiest because I want to feel successful quickly. Sometimes I want the hardest because I want to get it out of the way. Thank you. Danny, how can I improve my structure of the day since I'm working from home now since one week and I'm struggling finding the right flow. Well, you know, I've been, you know, pretty much virtual since 1983. What's that, 47 years? So, you know, it's confusing to me that people have this issue or this question, but I understand it, I guess, because you're used to going to an office that gives you a structure. It allows you to sort of structure your day based upon the office structure and your work as you're used to doing it. Um, but ultimately, by the way, this is where the world is going. You know, you're going to have to manage yourself even in that office if you're not already. So being able to self-manage and say, okay, no matter where I am or what I'm doing, what's the most important thing? What are all my uh, commitments? What's my map of all the commitments I have, et cetera. So, you know, I don't know how you get out of that. That is it. Uh, it's just that that's going to be more demanding that you make sure you do that well and do that without some external structure. Come on. 
you know, last year we wrote the getting things done for teenagers because as soon as kids leave, at least in the U.S., as soon as they leave high school, they lose their mom as their trusted system. So then they go into college and college gives them another little bit of a structure, not as much. So they have the challenge there to manage that. Then they leave college and go to a job and then they have a little bit more of a structure, not as much, and then they have to manage that. Now you got none of it, right? But it's just a transition. So it, that, this is nothing new, it's just a transitional thing between you know, where you trusted mom to feed you when you were six months old, all the way to now I can't trust my universe around me to structure what I need to do. So welcome to the world, folks. Mike, is there something better than to-do lists? I hate to-do lists. I usually do not check them off and then I feel awful in the evening. Grow up. <laughs> so nothing better than to-do lists still. No, grow up. If you, do you keep a calendar, Mike? If you keep a calendar, why, why do you do that? So try to intellectually justify halfway in between. Either your head's the place to hold stuff or it's not. You tell me. Sorry. I'm kind of old and cranky. I'm 74 this year. So, uh, you know, you get a straight shot, guy. If you don't want to-do list, then what the frig are you doing? Right? And if you don't care, then fine. Don't care. So why do you even have the question? Joy, how can I be more present and loving in tough times? You focus on your heart, you relax, you go inside, you figure out where the spirit is inside of you, that still small voice that says it's all okay. And loving is the game to begin with anyway. It makes everything work. If you're, not, if you're in your loving, everything works. If you're not, nothing works. So pretty simple answer that way. Beautiful. Then, every hour my schedule changes, how can I recalibrate quickly? Uh, you recalibrate quickly. But how? Duh. Give me a, help me out here, Simon. What do you think he's asking? You know, most people have like plans for these are the monthly goals and the yearly goals. And then to recalibrate that, you need three hours time to readjust all the resources. So I guess my hypothesis, his question is, how can I organize simpler to, to, to recalibrate quickly? Yeah, don't overstructure. Don't overcommit. Only commit to the external things that you have to commit to. Keep that as simple as possible. So it leaves you as free as much as you can to make, you know, spontaneous, intuitive decisions about what's next and, and what's hottest, about what to do. I guess we will deep dive there, uh, Sven, uh, in a couple of minutes when we go into the five stages. Donna, what is really in my control and what is not in my control? Beats me. <laughs> You'd have to tell me. Uh, Donna, I guess you have to do that. But uh, intuitively, right now, today I was asking myself, wait a moment, what's really my control right now in this time of crisis? 
And I was really just writing down a couple of things. I can respond to two situations in different ways. So I have in control my response, I have in control my state of energy, and I have in control how I use my attention. And I have in control to limit outside inputs. That, that was four things I came up with today. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of obviously true, yes. That those you can control. The things you can control, the, the whole idea, the whole you know, one definition of strategy is understanding what you can't control and then creating appropriate navigational uh, strategies about how to navigate around it. So if you can't control the coronavirus that's going on right now, I, I don't, and I don't think you can, then you have to decide, okay, um, given that that's going on, what do I need to handle, manage? How do I best organize myself or focus myself or put my attention on that stuff? I have a very simple answer for everybody. It's called clean up. You're in a great time to take all the someday maybes, take, take all the stuff you've been walking around your house saying, gee, I ought to organize those files. Gee, I need to finish that kind of stuff and go do that because this will end and there will be another positive world coming toward you. So you want to get as clean and as current as you can be. And this is a fabulous opportunity because you wouldn't do these otherwise. You're so busy with your clients and with your work and with yada, 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 that you haven't handled that drawer down there. It's just an absolute mess. You haven't handled that filing system. That's an absolute mess and out of date. You haven't handled, you know, a ton of things that would be now is the time to do that. Now's the time to catch up, clean up, pull up the rear guard, essentially in your life and get current. So you're ready for the next game. Chen, how often should I review the actions and the projects on my list? As often as you need to, to get them off your mind. That can be a lot. It's as much as it is. All right. These were the main questions that uh, our audience had for today. The highest calling right now is to be of service. So the best sales is to not sell at all, but instead to serve the people you care about. Selling is telling. So who do you serve? And how do you serve them? The quality of this experience makes the difference. If you want our experts to go over your current sales funnel and really dive into the experience and the needs of your clients at each conversion point and make it a wow experience, then you are in luck because we have an exercise for you. Our 15-minute sales audit and one-on-one -on -one coaching with a world-class sprint coach. Fill out a couple of questions about your sales funnel and you will have clarity. In your personalized coaching session, you will get clarity on your number one bottleneck, three ideas on how to accelerate your growth, and a tangible sales map on how to double your conversions. Go to strategysprints.com sales and do our 15-minute free sales audit today.